1: Early Prime data looking positive for Amazon, consumers spending $6.4 billion on the first day. That's up almost 6% from last year and driving the single biggest e-commerce day so far in 2023. All of that, according to Adobe. Joining us now for a read on Prime Day and the consumer more broadly, Jerry Storch, former Target vice chair. What does Prime Day, Jerry, say about broader consumer? You think you you read into these numbers?
0: Well, I think Prime Day is going to be good. I think it's going to be up, hopefully, you know, good double digits. And uh, Amazon has put a lot into it. They've advertised it very heavily. They want to show they can show a gain. And all the other retailers have piled on. The question is, is where their prime day is going to be good? It's going to be good. It'll be, you know, $13 billion, $14 billion worth of sales. And if you think about that, that's almost as much as a retail like Nordstrom's or Gap or Kohl's does in the entire year. So that would just be prime days. But having said that, how much of that is pulling sales forward from later in the year that's what we really want to know and some of it no doubt was also deferring sales because they've been advertising for some time so so the event will be successful what does it say about the rest of the holiday shopping season we don't know yet
1: that's what i'm wondering and what does it say about the state of the consumer which you've been kind of bearish on right jerry and saying that the consumer's more strained than everybody thinks the, the conventional wisdom well, the cons- is the consumer has been very resilient
0: well i hear that a lot the consumer is strong <laughs> And, but when you look at, uh, at uh, what they're spending, though, is inflation, you know, inflation inflated dollars, if you will. So when you look at uh, purchases of things, you know, retail sales of goods, they're actually down when you inflation adjust, and adjust them. And they have been for something like 10 or 11 straight months. We'll see what the numbers that come out from, on retail sales uh, from the Census Bureau uh, next week. But they've been down for a long time. Then they say, oh, they've been shifting to services. We all hear that. And there is no doubt that there's an increase in airlines and hospitality. But then you're starting to see some chinks in that armor. You know, stories about occupancy rates being a little down in Florida or rates for rooms coming down. So I don't know. But meanwhile, the much bigger increase in services is coming from purchases that are not discretionary. So there's a lot of health care expenditure. Some of that also deferred from the COVID pandemic. Some of it just big increases in prices. There's been huge inflation in health care costs, a big increase in housing costs, too. So a lot of the so-called services spending by the so-called healthy consumers is being spent on necessities, while they're actually spending less on goods. So I think the consumer is feeling stretched, which is why you're seeing good responses to sale events, like promotional events, like Amazon Prime. It's why I'm a big believer in Walmart, or, or Amazon themselves or Costco, or the off-price retailers. You said had someone talking about that, like DJ Maxx. Those are great, great places for consumers to go in times like these.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Shares of NVIDIA up 3% today. There's a report that it's in talks to anchor the IPO of chip designer ARM, a long-awaited public listing that would be this year's biggest. Christina Parts has more in today's Tech Check. Christina. Well, less than two years ago, NVIDIA tried to buy British chip designer ARM for, what, $40 billion, but failed to do so due to antitrust issues. Flash forward to today, and NVIDIA could play a major role in ARM's IPO. Keep in mind, ARM makes the uh, blueprint designs for chips and smartphones all around the world, probably in the smartphone in your hand right now, and has expanded into auto design as well as servers. It's expected to be listed in New York as early as this fall by parent company SoftBank, and so what the FT is reporting is that NVIDIA was approached to be an anchor investors. So that means taking a lead role in buying shares and building confidence among other investors. But NVIDIA's preferred valuation for ARM is in a range of about $35 to $40 billion, which is way less than SoftBank's $80 billion goal. So that means NVIDIA can't go it alone. Memory maker SK Hynix, smartphone chip maker Qualcomm, and Intel have all shown previous interest in investing in ARM at some, in some shape or form. And so a consortium of ARM investors will not only increase the value of their relationships with Arm, but also reduce risk for SoftBank's stake post-IPO and help possibly drive this stock higher. This is according to Jeffrey, analyst in a note. And why is this? Well, SoftBank has a 75% stake in Arm with the rest held by its Vision Fund. A lot is on this IPO, given SoftBank's uh, previous, let's say, investment missteps, to be nice. But in SoftBank's public listing of Arm last May, it said Arm would continue to be a subsidiary post-IPO. Likely, that means keeping control over Arm, even with these big anchor investors. So, Kelly, there's a reason to secure NVIDIA. You guessed it, AI. NVIDIA not only drums up confidence in a tough IPO market... But makes it clear that AI is how ARM may plan to seek out growth. A little trickier for me to figure out is why NVIDIA is partnering or investing in this, is it a biotech company today? Yeah, so the biofirm Recursion. And what they do is Recursion uses generative AI uh, to sift through all of these massive, massive data sets. And from there, they could help towards drug discovery. So they're using AI to sift through and find new uses for old drugs or uh, any type of potential drug candidates. These databases are massive. So NVIDIA's just announced that they're spending 50 million dollars, which isn't that substantial, 50 million to gain access to those data sets. Why do this? Because Nvidia also has a new BioNemo cloud service that they plan to license to their own customers that would get that means that NVIDIA would get access to all of that data from Recursion. Mm. That's why NVIDIA is doing it. You know, they're the AI leaders. And all of this to say, we're gonna probably have way more details because we have a first on CNBC. The Recursion CEO is gonna be on closing bell at 4.15 p.m. uh, to discuss all of this. So I'm sure we'll get some more details. But it's interesting, uh, uh, I guess, push forward for NVIDIA into the biotech world. Yeah. And obviously beneficial for recursion because the stock is up, what, 77%? Wow. Christina, thanks. Christina Evelis.
0: From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com/slash now.